Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today, we are reviewing the latest Red Velvet album, Chill Kill. And they're back in their murder era. Everyone rejoice. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Like horror light. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Peekaboo and this album are, are horror light. So we are going to break down the album track by track. And we're going to play a little clip. And then we're going to talk about it. So... This album starts off with the lead single, which is also called Chill Kill. It's like an upbeat song for covering mm-hmm. up a murder. Because we all need one of those, right? Yeah. <laughs> In this music video, they are acting with a capital A. <laughs> I was yes. like, they need to be cast in something because they're all actually really great actors. They're in a spooky house, and this spooky house is making them commit murder um, until the chorus hits. And then they're like smiling and dancing. <laughs> so... It's only spooky until the chorus. Yeah. (laughs) About 60% of the way through the music video, the music just stops. They're in a bus. They have a giant tank of gasoline. And I'm like, oh, they're going to burn the haunted house down. And then they did. They commit arson. Then they flee laughing and holding hands until the cops show up. I'm like, wow, they actually got caught for their crimes. (laughs) Yes. Then they dance in front of the cop cars, happy to be rid of the evil. And they're like, we don't care that we're going to jail. We were able to commit arson. It ends with like a fade out and police sirens. Um, Because before in their like other spooky music videos, they got away with all their crimes, but not this one. Maybe the next music video will them be breaking out of jail. (laughs) That would be cute. (laughs) I thought the styling was a little bit weird for this because they all kind of look like they were in separate cliques. Did you notice that? Yeah, I have a theory. There were some like knitwear tops and and hats. Is this still a trend? I'm not very fashionable, but is knitwear still a trend? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, so (laughs) my fan theory about Mm. this music video is that it really reminds me of Yellow Jackets. Yes. Yes, when they're in the cabin. I have not seen all of Yellow Jackets, so please, no spoilers, but... From what I've watched so far, it feels like that, mostly because the girls are like in these tight shots with each other at some points where they're like, one is upset and one is trying to comfort the other. There's a lot of that going on in Yellow Jackets. And there's also like an eerie, like almost supernatural vibe of them Mm -hmm. like living somewhere that isn't their home, surrounded by things that aren't theirs. Like, how did they get there? Why are they there? And then the bus scene kind of further drove it home for me because it almost seems like a school bus at first Mm -hmm. and they're like all sitting in the back and like not really talking to each other and if you've ever watched yellow jackets the relationship between the girls on the soccer team is very strained for some of them so they're not all going to be sitting together it's strained for sapphic reasons and for murder reasons (laughs) and for murder reasons yes but 
Okay, so their relationship still seems strained there, but they end up like getting it together and having unity when they're about to be arrested by the cops. I personally thought the styling was fine throughout the video. I appreciated that nothing was like overly distracting and weird. Mm-hmm. But if the vibes were that they were trapped in a house in the woods, I feel like the cutesy dresses and like things that they were wearing w- was a bit out of place. You know, well, like, if you're gonna destroy evil, you gotta look cute. Yeah. <laughs> you have to slay <laughs> to slay. <laughs> I mean, that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer 101. <laughs> you must slay before you slay. It's a coordinated joint slay. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I think Chill Kill is my favorite song on the album, and that is so rare that the single is my favorite song. Wow, that's interesting. It's not my favorite song. I did think it was really good, though. It was a strong start to the album. So notable lyrics for Chill Kill are, What a chill kill, I know you will. Bring me the lightning like a winner. Wait for you here with a happy ending. What a chill kill. What is a chill kill? Is it like getting a W while being very nonchalant? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, is it just like a... It's like a blasé murder. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like being very low key, but also slaying. (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. You know, being too cool to be excited about winning. And you did win. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. So let's go to our second song off the album. And that is Knock Knock, parentheses, Who's There? It's giving peekaboo era. This is a dark theatrical almost element to this mid-tempo song. If I heard this on the radio, I would immediately think of Red Velvet. uh, So it's very branded. Mm -hmm. I wish that this had also gotten a music video because people are doing that more that albums get more than one music video because I can definitely see them slaying another haunted house music video with this but like not in the chill kill like evil house but in that they're all like maybe universal monsters yes you know what i mean or or like they're all like brides of dracula or something like that i thought that would be really fun where they are the menacing part and not the house just bring the halloween in november concept ladies they are so good at doing halloween concept not in October. <laughs> I know. I pretty much said the same thing. I like, I really like the song. The composition of it is was like eerie, but smooth. And it fit their harmonized like vocals really well. And I said it in my notes that I agree with you that this would have been a great candidate for a music video. In fact, mm-hmm. I heard that the lead song was between Chill Kill and this song. So in another universe, we have a Knock Knock album. Mm. I would love to see... Red Velvet truly explore a horror concept, like a horror concept album like Kim Petras did. And I think they could really pull it off. Like Peekaboo is almost there, but I want even more. Like I want blood. I want running, (laughs) screaming. Like I feel like they could do it really well. (laughs) I feel like no other girl group ever really does this concept. Yeah. I want them to be like serious and spooky because they do that 
so well. And not to say that they're like other stuff. Like obviously summer magic is my favorite thing that they've ever done. And that's a totally different concept. But now for them, they've been around for nine years. The K-pop market is so damn saturated. You need to be completely unique. And you need to be getting new fans in addition to pleasing your old fans to stick around. So I really want them to lean more into this weird horror concept they're like still just dipping their toe in and i'm like jump in commit that would be so cool so notable lyrics for knock knock who's there are knock knock open up the door a game where we keep wandering around looking for each other i'm falling more and more into it it's so bittersweet but i like the chase got a devil on my shoulder a gently whispering voice like an angel come to me the lyrics are very like predator prey like Mm -hmm. something deeply unsettling to me and it like makes me excited (laughs) and also like dread that's what it's giving for me personally yeah like the feeling of being chased by something that you don't know what it is (laughs) you're in a dark alley you turn around and it's irene from red velvet (laughs) 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 all right Moving along to the third song on the album, this is Underwater. a very chill song with vibes tm yes this is the velvet side of red velvet for their group concept their voices are stunning in this one there's a lot of great falsetto and this i think would be a good pole dance song because it's a bit slower but still can be sensuous yeah i 100 agree this is like a slow like almost r&b type song I like the music choices they made here with like the almost like muted bass noises because it, it gives underwater vibes. Mm-hmm. It is a sensual sounding song where they still get to showcase their vocal chops. And I am really glad they were allowed to do a more sensual song like this. Like they literally say, lay your body on me. <laughs> I would hope. It's not like they're teens. No, These are not. all women in their late 20s, early 30s. So Right. So they're, in my mind, definitely allowed to be sexy and display Mm -hmm. that part of themselves so i i enjoyed this song red velvet has never really done like a sexy concept at all yeah but i feel like if this is what it would be like i feel like they would do a good job like uh, and their like velvet side you know it lends itself to that so notable lyrics for underwater include very deep underwater you can open your eyes now it's all wrapped around you only you are allowed here it's wrapping me now remembering all those feelings so you can take your time i mean this is about getting lost in the sauce Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the bedroom come Mm -hmm. on (laughs) (laughs) okay next song is will i ever see you again will i ever see you again will i ever see you again See you again. 
This is something that I actually did not expect from Red Velvet at all. If I heard this, I would not have thought it was Red Velvet. So it surprised me, and I actually really, really enjoyed this song. Mm. It's a very dreamy sounding song, and there's a slight echo, and that reminds me of Jack Antonoff. You guys may know him. He produced a lot of songs off of Midnight's by Taylor Swift. He always brings like this dreaminess to his Mm -hmm. songs, and some people like it, and some people don't. I think... When applied with a light hand, it works really well. But some of the songs off of Midnight's, I'm like, damn, she's really underwater in this one. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so this is not by Jack Antonoff. I think it was just like inspired by him. The production was inspired by him. So while the main beat of this song did remind me of an Android phone alarm, (laughs) that was my first thought. I thought the synth and the chiming worked well together with their beautiful voices. I mean, for me, this song is like a song that you need to blast in your car alone, and then you can vibe out bittersweetly. Yeah. I feel like we have the same thoughts on this song. Um, (laughs) I really, really liked this song, too. Like, I had been, like, passively listening to this album at work, so I wasn't, like, fully listening. You know, I was just kind of, Mm -hmm. it was on in the background. And when this song came out, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this song and liking it it gives like light edm i guess in the chorus and i guess that has to do with the synth that's in there Mm -hmm. that makes it memorable on the album like this is a very unique like standout song when you consider the Mm -hmm. rest of the album i liked like the ethereal composition of it it makes it very easy to listen to um and it's a feel-good song without the need for like sappy lyrics in fact the lyrics are kind of sad it's a song to listen to again and again and like emily said it's a great car song So some lyrics are, the world says that nothing lasts forever. Return to orbit and meet again. Our story is not over. You know, the song is about having to part with someone, hoping that you'll be able to meet in the future, but you're still unsure. A universal theme. I feel like we can all feel that way about people, you know? Yes. Okay. Our next song is Nightmare. Baby, bye bye. Wendy opened this song very strong. I love Wendy. Stan Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think she's my favorite vocalist in the group because her tone is just so clear. She's like a bell almost. Mm -hmm. And she just hits the falsetto so good. So the song starts kind of dark and it builds to a poppier chorus. And that mirrors the lyrics of like, you're having a nightmare. And then you wake up and you're like, I'm fine. So the song... And the lyrics mirror each other. I really could have done without Yuri's talk singing, though. She has a great singing voice. Let her sing. (laughs) Don't make her talk. Let her sing. I unfortunately was not a super big fan of this song or its composition. I didn't like the chorus very much with its like loud, lighter key. Like it just sounded like someone was like hammering on a piano, contrasting with like the softer, like darker music of the verses want the whole song to sound like the beginning of the song and it doesn't (laughs) Mm. 
Like, I really enjoyed the beginning of the song with Wendy and, like, the darker music. I was like, yes, I love this. <laughs> but then it just, like, it exploded in the chorus. And I was like, eh, I don't like the super, like, harsh piano sounds. Lyrics include cover your eyes and ears. Even if I try to fool you, we'll be fine. Don't forget that it's all a dream. Remember, stop letting me go. The next song on the album is Iced Coffee. Get Kyle in here. They made a song directly for their one straight male fan. (laughs) The one straight male fan who does the most gay thing ever, which is order iced coffee no matter what the temperature is outside. He's evolved. I would classify this as a ballad. It's a song about the feeling of being in love and equating that to drinking iced coffee. Their harmonies are beautiful as always. And in these slower songs, you really need the vocals to be strong or else, like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. You know? But Red Velvet never disappoints on the vocals. Yeah, I have to say, similarly, uh, ballads are not my favorite, so I don't think this is a song I would necessarily revisit, but I could 100% see this getting played over and over at a bubble tea shop. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. They're like, iced coffee, this song is about our shop. (laughs) (laughs) Lyrics include, the more I drink you in, all my nights are getting longer. From head to toe, I'm dizzyingly paralyzed inside me, all my senses. The temperature at that moment that stopped. Oh, this cold and ecstatic feeling. So the energy boost that you get from the caffeine and the nice cold iced coffee, that is like being in love with you. They don't talk about the the first sip of your iced coffee and you're just like, huh? And then the shits afterwards, the running to the bathroom 30 minutes after. (laughs) (laughs) The next song is One Kiss. their femme fatale song the instrumental is jazzy evoking a bit of a noir vibe like their song zoom but there is this element of like evil music box (laughs) yes did you get that yes (laughs) the percussion in this keeps it from being too jazzy though there are a couple of tempo changes throughout the song but not i got a boy level of tempo changes (laughs) yeah To me, this is something that sounds like classic Red Velvet. There's harmonies, there's a bumping beat, and like a fast-paced verse. I love, actually, the little bit of talk singing that leads up to the chorus. Normally, I hate this, if you've listened before, but it was done sparingly (laughs) and tastefully here. I will definitely be listening to this song again. There are elements of the song that I thought were like callbacks to their other most popular singles. So like, the first thing that keyed me off was when they said, Oh my god. 
Mm-hmm. If you're a Red Velvet fan, you will hear like elements of other songs that they've done in this, which also lends itself to the evil music box vibe. There's even elements of Dum Dum, I felt like, in this song. So like, that's kind of a Easter egg hunt if you'd like to listen to this song and try to see if you can pick out little musical elements that they've used before. I think that's what this song is, actually. So this evil music box, you know what it reminds me of? When we saw them live, I think in 2018 or 2019 in Miami, they had a section um, that was breaking up like different sections of their concert. And it was ice cream cake, but it was slowed down to be like weird and sinister. And it sounded Mm. like it was made on a music box and they were pretending to be like marionettes, but you know, like with their strings cut. That is what it reminded me of. Oh, yeah, I could definitely see that. So lyrics include one kiss, a trick that captivated you at once, my kiss, our perfect secret. Ooh. They're in their femme fatale era. The next song is Bulldozer. This starts out slow and deliberate. Red Velvet is in charge, and you are going to listen to them. Solgi absolutely smashes this pre chorus. Mm-hmm. And I love the Wendy line Sorry, you got in my way. She doesn't sing this, she says this line. Mm-hmm. They are girl bossing, they are breaking things. Yes. They don't care about male feelings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like this I don't give a fuck attitude for them. Like, Honestly, this also could have been a single for the album. This is like the pinnacle of their mid-tempo bops. I agree. I love how powerful they sounded in this song. Despite not being a fast-paced song, this is something I would definitely add to a playlist where you're like weightlifting. Mm -hmm. What can I break? What can I break? I think Sulky says that. I love this whole song. This is a bad bitch song and I'm living. The girls are girl bossing. They're girling. (laughs) The girls are girling and I fucking love it. (laughs) So lyrics are, I'm a bulldozer. Hurry up when I give you a chance. I run away from what I see. I'm impatient. I'm your poet. I'm your pain. How to stop once you start. There is no such thing as a break. They are unapologetic. They're like, I'm doing me and I don't care about your feelings. It's like so feminine and aggressive. Like, I'm your poet, I'm your pain. Love it. The next song is Wings. ballady ballad honestly Mm -hmm. it kind of reminded me of first generation k-pop group also from sm ses it's giving like early 2000s girl group empowerment ballad their voices are good but i was kind of meh on this song 
Yeah. I mean, they're talking about spreading your wings, butterfly. That is so early aughts. Yeah. The song is cute. I mean, like, the spread your wings, butterfly is, is cute. But I feel like it's more of, like you said, like a slow, motivational song. Mm-hmm. That's not really my thing. I feel like this could be played or would have been played over a montage of all of our elementary school moments before we started (laughs) middle school, you know? Like, spread your wings, butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like you, like, jumping off of a jungle gym, you know? Uh Uh-huh. It was a little corny. It does have, like, an element of corniness, but I feel like you can't make an empowerment ballad without corniness. (laughs) True. This is their fight song, you know? This is my fight song. This is what it's giving. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's giving, 100%. Lyrics include, spread your wings, butterfly, above the world unfolding before my eyes. The sky opens up to you, flying high, dazzlingly, no matter what night comes again. Finishing out the album is Scenery. This is an even more ballady ballad. Yes. This 100% would go in a K-drama montage. Wendy, of course, slays a falsetto solo moment. I wish albums didn't end on ballads, though. That's just me. Yeah, me too. Because this would 1000% put my ass to sleep. I understand why they're a thing because they have more you know, the singers have more of a chance to show their vocal chops. However, I don't even listen to slow songs in English, let alone Korean. So they sound lovely like little velvet birds, but it's not something I'd listen to on purpose. This is like K-drama music, you know? Like, yeah. For some people, they love that shit. It's not for us. And I mean, like, this song played over, like, the right video clips for the first time might move me. But like, on its own, I'm not gonna be like, yes, what I want to listen to right now is scenery by Red Velvet. (laughs) Like that would never be the case for me. My favorite ballad from Red Velvet is Sunset, which is like steel drums, island influence. It's still a ballad, but it's to me more interesting than something like this. The fact that I can recall what that song sounds like and I cannot recall scenery, even though I listened to it like 20 minutes ago, says something. (laughs) So lyrics include, on pure white paper, draw every day. The clouds will pass anyway. Trees changing color. A landscape that resembles us. One by one, like a little secret. Just the two of us opened it. So that is the album. What were your thoughts on it as a whole? I felt like as a whole, it was middle of the road. Definitely not my favorite album from Red Velvet, but there were a few songs that I really, really liked off the album. I'm not sure it had a very cohesive thread through the whole album. Like, I feel like the first few songs, you know, it kind of made sense. And then it was like it was touch and go with the chill kill theme of the album. At the very end, I didn't see any, like, connection to the theme of the album. What about you? To be fair, a lot of K-pop albums are like that. That is true. Just think of Hard by Shiny. They have like two songs that are hip hop and the rest are like, eh, we just joking. <laughs> like, let's bring it back eh, to never the mind. Pop. 
I really enjoyed this album, but like you, this is not my favorite Red Velvet album. That is always going to be Summer Magic, followed by Queendom. But I still thought this was a pretty solid effort. I still really like it. I'm still going to be bumping Chill Kill, like, in my car. Not every song is a banger, but that's really, really hard to do. (laughs) You know, to have 10 banger songs on an album. I'm just glad that Red Velvet continues to release music because they're coming up on 10 years and everyone knows that companies love to kill girl groups after 10 years. I felt like the promotions for this album could have been way better than what they were. They basically released like a tiny little horror movie teaser, which was a great idea, but that was it. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like SM really dropped the ball on promoting this album. Like they could have been doing so much more. And they had like a little like countdown live to release the album, which is great. But like, I need more. I need more, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like the trend with these like larger K-pop management groups is just like to slowly fade out their older groups. And I feel like that's the wrong move. Like, I get that that's the culture, but, like, that's the wrong move. If you have a star group, which I would argue that Red Velvet is, why are you not investing more time into them, you know? Why haven't they done another tour? Mm -hmm. Why? They played in Europe, and they got amazing reviews from, like, European newspapers and stuff like that. They were very well received. So why are they not doing a U.S. tour? A bunch of K-pop groups are doing U.S. tours right now, even for much smaller companies and with a lot less fans. They don't need to do a stadium tour. They can do a theater tour. Like, why are they not here? I don't understand. I don't get it. (laughs) Just got to stand red velvet from my house, I guess. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Let's give this album a rating. One to five. I'm going to give this a solid... Three and a half. Yeah, I agree with you. Not to be like, same as you, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up with our weekly K-pop recommendations then. I'm going to recommend Knock Knock. I'm going to recommend Bulldozer. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram where we have our link tree that links to all of our relevant social media accounts at Soulmates Podcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check out some of our videos on YouTube under our channel name, Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and Stitcher. Wherever you're listening, make sure you subscribe because we're here every other Friday for your ear holes. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Happy holidays. And if the holidays are hard, uh, fuck your family and listen to Red Velvet. (laughs) You're going to get through it. We love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.